Miley Cyrus may have been the first to come in like a wrecking ball, but Hurricane Ian took her place and dealt damage to the Floridians and coastal states. Of course, it was a racist hurricane, according to Kamala Harris. And then there's climate change and all that. Let me explain. I hope you have all unhunkered down in Florida and the coastal states from the devastation caused by Hurricane Ian, which included the loss of more than 100 souls. And I truly do hope that everyone is getting help in rebuilding from Ian's Category 4 damage. Of course, according to the left, specifically the vice president of this country, Ian's damage must be dealt with using equity. We have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. You know, maybe she should have used those hand signals to help Joe Biden find the door. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And then even more hand signals to make sure he doesn't trip on anything or shake hands with his favorite ghost. Of course, the nonsense that continues to come out of the faces of the president and vice president is pretty laughable. President Biden visited Puerto Rico to survey damage from Hurricane Fiona and to cause his own damage as he attempted to show the Puerto Rican people that he is basically one of them. Well, my name's Joe Biden, and I don't want the headline to read, Biden brings storm to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Where is this going? Jill and I are... Uh, are uh, we're anxious to be here you know we uh i come from a little state the little state of delaware it's not like the congresswoman from new york she's in the big state but we have a very in relative terms large puerto rican population in delaware relative to our population we have the eighth largest black population in the country and between all minorities we have 20 percent of our state is minority and so i uh I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home, politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasures. It was never easy for me. I was born a poor black child. Yeah. Also, did Hunter leave a laptop in Puerto Rico as well on those for pleasure trips? asking for a friend. Um, at least when it comes to helping people and truly governing, there is one person doing his job. The lives loss are, are, are much more significant because that's something we can't build back. Uh, so, so those losses are tough. Um, there is property damage, but you know, I'll tell you, there's a spirit out there, uh, particularly the people of Southwest Florida. Uh, they're ready to bounce back. They need some help. Uh, we're down there doing it, uh, but, but they have a lot of grit and determination. I actually was just in one of the shelters and I'm meeting with women who are 85, 90 years old who survived being in some of the, the islands and they're telling their stories and they're basically, you know, thanking God, but they're so thankful 
for all the outpouring of support of everybody that is helping our state. And so I just think those who've either donated to FloridaDisasterFund.org, who've come down and volunteered, these groups, just know the people that were impacted by this, who lost everything, they are truly grateful for the outpouring of support. But do they all have the skin color that is approved by Ding Dong? With a hurricane bearing down on his state, the governor of Florida does his job, maintains his wit, and gives us all some common sense. We had the FEMA administrator in Florida with us, and she threw cold water on that. So that is not going to happen. It's totally not appropriate. Uh, you don't have to politicize every single tragedy in this country. Um, and I think people, I tell you, in Florida are really sick of the nonsense. They just want people to, to be helped. They want everyone to band together and they want us to get these communities back on our feet. So that's what we're doing in Florida. And, and Sean, it's also the impacts spanned all demographics, all income levels. Sanibel has some very wealthy people. They also have blue collar people. You have other uh, communities, different race, different ethnicities. Who cares? We just want to make sure people have a chance to get back off their feet and, and get moving forward again. So that brings us to today's question. What are your thoughts on Ron DeSantis and his handling of the hurricane? Because though damage is still being assessed, it's estimated by one company, CoreLogic, to potentially be the eighth costliest hurricane in the country's history. So let me know your thoughts in the comments and make sure to share the video while you're at it. I especially want to hear from those of you in Florida. Let's get everyone involved and find out what's going on. Because as we know, our media does a pretty crappy job of informing us of what matters. Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty crappy. So we have Ron DeSantis out there being more like Superman, basically doing his job as governor, like Clark Kent as a journalist, and then owning the libs, as they would say, like Superman saving the world. It's a poor analogy, but a strong response by the actual governor when he just shut down the libs, or CNN, but uh, I, of course, repeat myself in that one. Steve Contorno, a reporter for CNN, got blasted for his tweet trying to compare COVID and Hurricane Ian. He tweeted, as DeSantis prepares Floridians for Ian, he is urging residents to heed advice from the same local leaders he suggested they ignore during COVID and praising a federal agency he previously alleged withheld aid to the state because Biden was playing politics. To which DeSantis's rapid response director, Christina Peshaw, responded, because COVID and hurricanes are not the same. If you are seriously equating mask mandates and lockdowns, liberal rain dances that weren't demonstrated to be effective anywhere in the USA, to hurricane evacuations, which are proven necessary from past experience, reevaluate. Pow. Oh! And then another CNN reporter tried to get famous to the face of Super DeSantis by questioning the timing for mandatory evacuations for certain areas, including Lee County, because basically they are trying to find anything negative to put on DeSantis as a blame tactic. Why do you stand behind Lee County's decision to not have that mandatory evacuation until the day before the storm? Well, did you, where was your industry stationed uh, when the storm hit? Were you guys in Lee County? 
No, you were in Tampa. So that's, you know, they were following the weather track and um, they had to make decisions based on that. But, you know, 72 hours, they weren't even in the cone. 48 hours, they were on the periphery. Uh, so you got to make the decisions the best you can. I will say, uh, you know, they delivered the message to people. They had shelters open. Uh, you know, everybody had adequate opportunity to at least get to a shelter within the county. Um, but, you know, a lot of the residents did not um, did not want to do that. I think for probably for various reasons, some people just don't want to leave their home, period. They're island people, whatever. But I think part of it was so much attention was paid to Tampa that I think a lot of them probably thought that they wouldn't get the worst of it. So, you know, they, um, but they did. And, and I think it's um, it's easy to second guess them, but they were ready for the whole time and um, and, and made that call when, when there was justifiable to do so. Geez, Governor. I can't believe you didn't know the exact location and exact time the hurricane was going to hit. I just can't believe you didn't know that. But those CNN reporters are known for their trying to get the gotcha moments and then for just loving themselves over and over. Right, Jim? I love myself more than a hurricane loves warm water, moist air, and some converging winds. Acosta? Yes, I would say that. It's very, it's very sad. Mmm, <laughs> it is very sad. Since there was a hurricane happening, Jim Acosta and CNN obviously needed an expert. Not in actual science and meteorology, but in being a TV science dude back in the 1990s. So they called on their friend and fellow Captain Planet climate changer, Bill Nye. Bill Nye is not actually a science guy. For all the lies I have been told in my life, that one hurt especially much. For when he seemed to reappear after being left back in the 90s, he opened his mouth and has since been spouting this nonsense. But if we don't acknowledge there's a problem, we're not gonna get it done. And so I just, I just yeah. want to ask conservative lawmakers to cut it out. I understand that you want to get reelected. I understand that you have this primary system which motivates you to get these, these hardcore conservative voters uh, engaged. But look, you've just, just cut it out. Remember, everyone, he's a scientist, except he's a comedian turned into a kid's TV host. But he's super serious right now about climate change. It's no laughing matter. Everybody on the other side to cut it out. We've got hundreds of thousands of people yeah. suffering tremendously. Now, come on, let's get to work. This is the United States. Come on, let's be world leaders for crying out loud. Back to you, Jim. Back to you, Jim, for I'm sure what will be a riveting tale of your bravery for reporting on what everyone else is doing. Meanwhile, another Bill, that being the billionaire fellow nerd Bill Gates, even was like, hold up the climate change silliness, especially when it comes to the argument on eating meat. Bill Gates told Bloomberg's Zero podcast that anyone who says telling people to stop eating meat or wanting to have a nice house will basically change human desires, I think that is too difficult. You can make a case for it, but I don't think it's realistic for that to play a central role. Wait a minute. So what you're saying is, Hey, where's the meat? That's quite the change from the past few years when Bill Gates was all in on the fake meat. But I, I read in one of the interviews you gave in the, in the last week or two, it was just published, you said rich nations should move to 100% synthetic beef. Uh, yeah, unless we can make the cow zero emission, uh, which you know I'm not sure we can, we do need to make uh, to get rid of those emissions. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. The scale up and the uh, innovation still required there is quite large. But yes, 
Uh, zero is a very demanding number, and it doesn't allow you to say, well, all but, you know, that 6% that comes from cows. He flips his comments like he flips his burgers. But for the present, even Bill Gates, notorious nerd who wants to take over the world, is like, the stopping of the eating of the meat won't get you what you think it will get you. So that says something. And on the note of taking over the world, we may just be headed for nuclear war. Us younger generations may not be able to imagine that happening, because after all, we have our great leadership at the top of the military. Like Major Jamie Lee Henry, who's been busy handing out secrets to the Russians when not shopping for Gucci bags to go with his skirt. We are at a loss of men in this country, and apparently a loss of women, as they have now turned into green goblins who just want to beat down teenagers in a subway car. I suggest they get Major Jamie Lee Henry on fashion choice for the next assault they choose to do. I mean, this happened in New York City, and crime simply doesn't exist there in the name of equity. And now we've come full circle. We may have some climate changing, but what most of common folk, us, want is the change in the climate amongst the people. Beating strangers on subways, scoring political points instead of helping someone who just lost their home to a natural disaster, and all the nonsense with equity instead of decency. Let's change the climate. For now, keep giving those Fs, faith, family, and friends. And make sure you share the video, because as I always say, sharing is caring. Until next time, stay healthy, America.